0: Hello and welcome to Darling You're Different, a collaborative podcast that strives to unpack and question the obstacles that may be stopping you from achieving your full potential. My name is Charlotte and I am here to ultimately help you live a healthier, happier, and more successful life.
1: Hello. Thank you all for joining us for another episode of Darling You're Different. Today, I'm so excited to welcome this guest that we have on. She is a psychic development mentor that connects entrepreneurs to their unique superpowers and ensures they have soul aligned businesses. This woman is truly creating impact all over the globe through the integration of alignment and strategy in her work. She is constantly helping businesses scale their revenue and continues to empower people worldwide to connect with their true abilities and with that, enhancing their capabilities. She is a woman that is genuinely wants to help others succeed in life. So with the warmest welcome, I would love to introduce Hilary Rowland.
0: What
2: what an intro, holy moly.
1: (laughs) I feel like it sounds impressive just saying you're like working with people's superpowers and I'm like, okay, sold. (laughs) Yeah, heck yeah, it truly is a superpower. Mm, I'm so excited. (laughs) Like I'm just so excited to chat to you and get into the nitty gritty about what you actually do and how you help people, because I know a little bit about it, but I'd love to hear it from all your words. Mm. But um, before we jump into all the juicy stuff, I thought that we could kind of get to know you a bit more. So the listeners are kind of like, who's Hillary? What's she on about? But we can all kind of connect in our own way. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome. So how old are you? I'm
2: 27 and I'll be 28 in November.
1: Amazing. I love that. What is that? Mm, I don't know. Scorpio. Scorpio? We love Scorpios. I've got a few sisters that are Scorpios. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) Yeah, we are very mysterious. (laughs) mm. So where are you
2: from and where are you living now? I am actually from New Zealand. I grew up there and lived there for pretty much all of my life. Um, then I moved to Australia six and a half years ago when I was 21 Mm. and I moved around. I was in Sydney originally for three years, Melbourne for two, and then now I have landed myself in the Gold Coast and I have been grounded here for a year and a half.
1: Yes. I love that you've moved around so much. Why the Melbourne, Sydney, Gold Coast? Like just because?
2: Oh, (laughs) it's (laughs) just a wild journey, (laughs) wild journey from the universe. So Sydney was the first place for me because the job that I was in, in New Zealand, um, working through a big hotel company allowed me to apply for jobs in Australia and over the world if I wanted to. And I wasn't quite happy in the, in the position that I was in. And so I was like, I've always wanted to go to Aussie and I was like, this is just the time. Now is the time I applied for jobs in Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne. And I heard back from one of the hotels in Sydney. Then two weeks later, literally packed my life up into one suitcase and jumped the ditch.
1: <laughs> Amazing! Oh my God. That's so fun though. I love that. And <laughs> just haven't looked back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Hillary, what does happiness mean to you?
2: Oh, the first thing when someone asks me that question is I always visualize a sunflower. And to me, sunflowers represent happiness. I see a sunflower and it's like, oh, it's so beautiful and yellow and open and sunny and happy, right? And so happiness to me, like the true meaning, it really comes from within self, right? Really getting to know self who you are, what you're here to do, and then aligning yourself with creating that.
1: I really like that answer. Like I personally love sunflowers. So like <laughs> when you compare the two, it's it's really beautiful and it's different. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Cool. So a fun question up next. What's your favorite food?
2: Chocolate. you looked guilty saying that (laughs) i am like a chocolate monster chocolate (laughs) thief. i love chocolate anything chocolate
1: yeah just (laughs) (laughs) oh my god this is great i'm loving this chat already (laughs) (laughs) i love a lot too the sky's the limit really (laughs) on that note what is Mm. what is something that's made you smile today something that really made me like feel super grateful
2: today was the internet because I was actually coaching one of my clients in Greece like (laughs) and we were on the zoom and I was like holy shit like this is so cool like he lives in Aussie but flying yeah we went to Greece and I was like man this is like super cool and I'm so grateful for the internet and yeah it just made me smile to be like it's like showing me around and I was like this is
1: awesome like, like wow. how connected we all really are without even just realizing it like we take yeah. it for granted
2: yeah completely um and so that was something that made me feel that made me smile but made me feel
1: gratitude and,
2: and grateful for yeah what I've what I've created and creating so
1: amazing that is a great leeway to talk about what you are creating what are you doing what is it that you do let's jump straight into it. I know it's a, probably a lot more than just a simple answer but we can touch on <laughs> and see where it leads us I think <laughs> yeah so I can I'm just going to flow with it and trust
2: wherever it goes um, so I do psychic development mentoring and this is something that i have connected into myself my gifts and my abilities and to be honest with you everyone actually has them it's they're most likely blinded by them or they're not really sure what they are or they don't trust them right and i connect people to their abilities and to their spirit guides to then create aligned businesses Um, for their sole purpose, for their sole mission in this life. And also to help current entrepreneurs and coaches to integrate the spiritual element into their business, because business can be really strategy and structure. And the term gets thrown around right now is the masculine energy, right? And so what I do is I integrate the spirituality of the feminine energy of the intuition of the flow of the trust and spirit and the trust of the universe to know that it's got you and you can jump and you can take the leaps and you can do the things that you need to do in order to have a better life, have better relationships, create more wealth in your life, more abundance, more money, whatever it is, to actually be happy and and live an epic life.
1: My God, there's so many things in that that I want to pull apart. already. (laughs) So I guess for people listening, I know I've touched on in previous interviews about like glimpses of masculine and feminine, but I feel like you would be the perfect person to kind of I guess give a good definition of masculine versus feminine and I guess the ways you integrate it into the businesses.
2: Yeah. Um so really, really simply put, the the masculine energy is essentially the doing of something. So you sit down and you're going to do the exercise or do the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the hustle. It's the drive. It's the hard work. It's the go, go, go. Yeah. The busyness that we create, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's the doing. The feminine energy is more of the being, the flow, the nurturing, the slowing down, the softness, the gentleness, the creation, the ideas, mm-hmm. and then that's where it comes through from from spirit the ideas flow down and then the masculine energy comes in to create and birth the ideas so for example for you you probably got a download of like oh, i should do a podcast like on on this thing this would be super cool right and then the masculine energy has come through and be like cool all right you gotta do boom 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 to create what it is you need to create
0: yeah
1: wow that's so true so i guess for those listening at home it's not just saying masculine is necessarily male and only males encompass it and feminines, only females. Like it's the integration of both.
2: Yeah. We all have it Whether so I'm a female and I have masculine energy and I have feminine energy and I was very much of a masculine energy this morning. I was like hustle and bustle and like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I, and I slowed down at, at lunchtime and I, and I, dropped more into my feminine flow and trust and and that nice energy and people think oh we need to balance these energies and they actually can't coexist at the same time it's we dance between one and another and this is where a lot of people go wrong is they reject one or the other they reject the masculine or they reject the feminine and they don't allow it in so when i'm in my like busy hustle mode i'm like boom, i'm in it and then i pull myself out and i balance it that way
1: Wow. It's so interesting you say that because I feel like personally, I experienced this so much in the past week without realizing it until I, cause I was up in the coast and I was on a family holiday and I don't think I realized that I was in my masculine. I thought I was in my feminine because I was swimming and relaxing. But as soon as I got home and stopped, I was like, So exhausted, and I was like, I just need a massage. I just need to do a bit of self love. And it wasn't until that moment that I was like, okay, I must have been in my masculine. Like, let's let's swap now.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's a super important piece to realise is like, don't reject them. Like, welcome them in and dance between them. Like, we're supposed to do that.
1: So. I love that. Um, So through your work, you obviously have touched on that you connect the spirituality to business. How can the listeners recognize the spiritual side of it without jumping into being like, oh my God, it's spirituality.
2: If you're an entrepreneur and you're in business, you're running perhaps, let's use the coaching coaching business as an example, right? A lot of the time they have, they'll hire a coach or they'll work with a business coach, but it's a lot of it is structure and strategy and and do this and do this and do this. And this will get you to your 10, 20, 30, whatever K months, right? This will get you clients if you do this strategy and all the time, they're missing the energetic alignment behind it, behind the strategy. So if you are someone who is in business and you're finding yourself like Oh, I need the next strategy or I need another strategy or I need this or I need like another thing that's just going to fix your problems. This is where I come in and I, and I teach you the energetics behind business. I teach you the, 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 the connection with the universe and your guides spirit mm. to then integrate what you actually need to do because no one knows better than them because they can see from a higher view than what we can, right? They can see yep. how play out and as we evolve we're able to let some of the things go
1: yep it's like kind of that saying that everything in life has already happened but each decision we make can either like go along that path or like to the left or to the right but it's already happened it's just a matter of connecting with the people that know higher than us that better than us but even doesn't have to be uh, I guess for some people might go oh my god woo woo angels (laughs) angels <laughs> spirits what the fuck like <laughs> but it could just be like a highest version of yourself as well if that's yeah, if yeah. To, i guess take in and encompass for some people to hear
2: some people refer to it as higher self future self god spirit universe source
0: yeah
2: the list goes on it, it really doesn't matter what you identify as it's so long as you're connected to something yeah. that you believe
1: and, in right you have to believe in it mm, and you have but to trust it, it goes to all types of cultures like we I think in a society we think of religion and spirituality as this whole other like thing that we can't really explain (laughs) but I guess like everything is a spirituality like even if you look at the classic bogan Australian culture you know they have a beer they sit around a fire they chit chat they do this like that's a type of spirituality without even realizing it so I guess it's just normalizing all of this and that's why I'm so excited to just delve in further with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah and
2: and owning it the the biggest thing for me was like when this this stuff started to have to, like happen for me and like all these things that are kind of unfolding and these connections coming through and experiences that I was going through was like holy shit like this is me now and this is like what I'm, I'm going into and so the biggest thing was I had to accept it So then, others around me and externally
1: would then accept it yeah yeah I like that a lot and one thing I know that we've spoken about was your previous occupation or attempted occupation in the fitness industry and I know that's kind of what kick-started this whole journey for you so Mm -hmm. I would love to touch on what you have mentioned yourself and being rejected from the fitness industry and like so in your terms how were you rejected but also what are some ways I guess people can identify if they're not in alignment with their current mm-hmm. occupation? Yes, this is
2: uh, an amazing <laughs> question. So um, I, I I was a, like, I still am technically qualified, uh, but I was running my business for about four years in the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. And this was in Sydney and also Melbourne when I moved there. And, I would walk into a gym just very intuitively and get, get a job there straight away, whether it was contracted, so I was paying rent or, or, or employed and uh, doing like some part time classes and things like that. Awesome. And I would, <laughs> yeah, I would honestly be able to walk in and magnetize anything and any, and I don't want it, I don't want that one. And I just knew where I needed to go. When I moved to the Gold Coast, is when the rejection came. So I was starting to, before I moved to Gold Coast, I was starting to dabble a little bit into the spirituality and the personal development and just doing a couple of, like, uh, very cheap online courses in terms of, like, spirituality and and things like this, right? Just dabbling, like, curious. And to toe in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I moved to the Gold Coast and... This is when the rejection happened. So I live in a beautiful apartment and that all lined up perfectly for me. I was able to live on my own for a good year and I couldn't get a job. I would apply for just fitness classes, like like gyms at like like F45 and, and things like this, right? So I had already like so much experience in it already, but I wasn't getting anything back so I may have gone in for a trial or I might not have heard back at all and I can tell you i put in about like 14 or 15 applications
1: wow and I was especially like, compared to your contrast oh, yeah and I was like
2: what the hell is happening like either every single PT from Melbourne and Sydney is moving here and they're all doing the same <laughs> and we're really fighting for this like position or I'm just not supposed to do this anymore because to be honest with you, I feel really burnt out and I feel really tired and I feel like my my passion for it isn't really there anymore. And so after like two or three months of going through that pain, I had to to go through that pain for a while for me to really click and realise what I was here for. And so this is when my deep, deep, deep healing journey started. And I went to a psychic not long after I got here, about a month after, and I needed like was wanted to kind of figure out. Okay, the fitness industry is not happening, but I still don't know what it is yet, and I need some money, right? Like I've got online clients, but it's not enough. It's not enough to like live off and to thrive, right? I want more. <laughs> and so then that was the big rejection piece, and as soon as I accepted it and let it go. After about like two, I think maybe about two or three months, I was like, okay, no, I'm done with it. And in that time, I started a meditation and holistic counselling certificate, which was really a good insight into getting some tools together for what I was then about to help some people through with the the holistic counselling and and
1: coaching. sounds cool. I've never heard of that title Hmm. before. Yeah. Yeah, that
2: was the big rejection piece, and that was like a, a death of my old self. That mm. um, was yeah, it was really,
1: really interesting time. <laughs> it sounds it that um. Yeah. So obviously you knew that in yourself, and you had started dabbling in self development and this holistic counselling and things like that. But I guess one thing I wasn't interested by actually, I really liked this was how did you know the boundary between knowing that you shouldn't persevere it? Because it's like that whole, do you just give up or do you just push through the adversity of it? Like knowing that, okay, maybe I just need to try a little bit harder, but obviously trying for two and a half years, I feel like that's quite a long time. But how, I guess, did you know the boundary between needing to stop persevering and then knowing that, you just needed to change direction altogether.
2: You mean two and a half months? It wasn't. It wasn't. I'm sorry,
1: months. <laughs> good. Months. it's, been months. But I was like, oh, it's I a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> make <it> um,
2: <laughs> yeah. So essentially, like knowing the difference was like just knowing, just this deep knowing. I also went to a psychic, and she confirmed, like, yeah, you're here for a greater mission. And this is when I first connected with one of my, my, my first spirit guides through this, re- this reading with her as well. And she helped me. She was like, I see you in, in front of people and you're, you're teaching and you're helping and you're healing them in a way. She's like, but it's not fitness-based. It's something else. She's like, I don't quite know what it is, but it's not in the fitness industry anymore. And so essentially gaining clarity around that from an external source, it's connected something right Mm. was what really made me go like okay and sometimes we have to learn the lesson a few times over and over and over and over again for it to sink in so it's like the lesson has to whack us in the face a few times right Right? at this point I was like okay but I still need money so I'm still gonna apply for these jobs right and so it was like not really um, honoring spirit not really honoring like or trusting because I wasn't fully connected at that point um and so it was it just got to a time where I was just like I I was tired I was tired of the dishonesty between like the gym owners and what they were offering and yeah I just had this inner knowing this woman's wisdom and going like no fuck that Mm. I'm done and I don't need to go through that any longer now I'm going to direct my energy into what the fuck am I here for holy (laughs) shit this is exciting. This is scary as hell. And then boom.
1: (laughs) What was that shift like for you, obviously between that decision and then just jumping into where you are now? Like, did you have that Mm. obvious turning point where you were like, this is what I'm doing.
2: It was a, it was a, it was a huge journey to go through to truly find and, we're all human right so we all evolve and as we evolve our mission evolves and grows and expands and in the coaching industry your niche or your client ideal client may pivot because you're evolving and so you're changing and you're growing in so you're wanting to then attract a different level of clientele Mm -hmm. so what I did was I just decided to go all in on my personal healing journey I went and did a couple of sessions with a healer which was really interesting because it started to open up channels in myself and in my soul where I was seeing things back to like my childhood that I was like, fuck, I didn't even know. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that. And then reflecting upon like my behaviors, but then other behaviors that I tolerated through a past relationship and going, holy shit, if I don't change this and I don't I didn't change like or and heal myself heal the traumas and and heal everything like how can I even help others
1: yeah I love that you just touched on reflections because <laughs> I um I came across I saw one of your posts the other day actually that you literally mentioned that what was it your life is a reflection of your inner self or something like that oh, and like I your- was like yeah yeah can we talk about that yeah yeah so your reality
2: your your external reality and where you currently are in your life right now is such a reflection of like your internal world Mm -hmm. so for example I was struggling to get a job I was struggling to build clients for a while because I was struggling inside I was needing healing inside right and I was I was so lost and so confused and and I had to move through the emotions I had to move through the anger I had to move through the sadness and the victimhood to then realize like I fucking created all of this shit so I'm the only one that can take responsibility for it
1: yeah and change
2: (laughs) right so then hiring the right, right people to work with hiring the right coaches and mentors and sorting my shit out and sitting with my shit and working through it mm-hmm. um and so yeah often people will say that they will fall into victimhood about their lives and it's really just a reflection of internal so it goes through a lot of people in business as well which is a big lesson like my business at that time was struggling like I was like struggling I was investing investing money into everything coaching mentoring personal business health everything you can imagine and honestly making like nothing back I was in a deficit for like months on end in terms of outgoings versus incomings because I knew the money that I would put out there would then come back I knew I just didn't know when, but I just knew it would come back (laughs) and so I was like I need to yeah like I need to work on my shit and I do and and so I then I really 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 did and went all in on that and mm. got me unstuck
1: and yeah. How did you know that you needed to work on your shit? Like, was it through just dipping your toe in the self-development or was it something that one day you were just, you woke up and you were like, oh, this isn't a them problem. This is a me problem.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it really was like the turning
2: point from like the, the fitness industry, but yep. also like the starting of the healing and yeah. and going to see going to see someone on a spiritual level um in that way who who is connected and, and that type of thing to then bring the, the traumas out. And it was a bodywork healing, which is mm-hmm. if you haven't done one, it's it's very, very powerful because we store we're energy, right? So we store yeah. trauma in the body. And so it's super, super powerful to get yeah, bodywork healing done.
1: That sounds really cool. I'll add that to my list.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do them.
1: Do you? Oh Matt, okay. maybe I'll just come see you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So I do um like outside of the the coaching and the mentoring, I do mm. shamanic healing. Um yep. which is more of like I call them like a VIP clients. <laughs> it's like they're in my energy, you know. So it's like a yep. very kind of sacred thing. So yeah, and absolutely. Next time you <laughs> you're up here, let me know. And it's a combination
1: with a Hawaiian massage as well,
2: which is the bodywork part.
1: Is that l- lomi lomi lomi? I don't want to say that wrong, but yeah, is that lomi, the same lomi. one?
2: Yeah, I've heard
1: yeah. of that. Yeah, good things about it. Yeah, yeah,
2: super powerful medicine, and yeah.
1: Oh, okay, oh. well, I'm due to come up in a few
2: months, so we'll touch. that. <laughs> <in the morning. laughs> 1,000%. It's, it's very powerful and just magic, pure magic.
1: Mm, I love that. Now I want to touch on, it's kind of like a little bit off track, but it's kind of relating. But mm. um, what I want to know is from you personally, what have been some of the best but also some of the worst lessons that you've learned along this journey of the spirituality with business?
2: Cool. yeah I don't know if there's any worse parts to be honest I'm going to start with the best because I feel like I feel like everything is there like it was this deep connection to who I am right and my one of my first mentors when I was I think I was about 23 or 24 um one of the first things he said to me he said Hillary you're on a journey to know who you are. And when you get to that point, like, you will you will know and life will be so much better, right? So knowing who I am and accepting who I am and what I can do and what I can do for myself but also clients and, and people around me, right, and that very potent energy.
1: Yeah.
2: So really that deep connection to self, deep knowing of self, right? Behaviors, patterns, self-awareness, everything. And the innate trust in spirit. I can have a day that's clear and I can go, where do I need to go today? Yeah. And I'll get the download of where I need to go. And then something magical will happen. I'll get an amazing reading come through or I'll meet someone who needs my services and needs what I do. Yeah. And so you just don't know. Cool. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's really helped me to release fear around the not knowing. Mm. Right. Cause you get, we get scared, we get, we get fearful of the unknown. And so then we kind of run away with our tails behind, between our legs <laughs> uh, so, yeah, really leaning into the full trust of self and trust of the soul part of where I'm going
0: mm.
2: and releasing the fear because fear is such a low vibration. Yeah, It will keep you stuck. It will make you sick and moving into a higher vibration to then magnetize and attract.
1: Yeah, And it's like. the vibrations like radio frequencies and it's like the lower you are, obviously you're only going to attract that low frequency. So if you're increasing your frequency, you're obviously going to attract more of that good stuff into your life as well, which is really cool when you think about it.
2: Exactly. Um, And then, yeah. And and with that, like as well, and and I want to bring this up is like, this is how I met my partner now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes tell us this <laughs> is,
2: is literally through spirit so I was doing a reading for myself one night and I got this this big message with all these cards laid out and it was like like love and and like partnership and spiritual union and all these things and I was like what the fuck <laughs> oh what's going on here and so then I tuned in and the message that I got was um I was going to like a, a personal development event in december yep and the download that i got this was in about maybe october or or november um at that event in december you were going to meet someone very special in your life very special and i was like (laughs) whatever like (laughs) i've been single for so long (laughs) I can't believe it <laughs> when I see it. <laughs> yeah. It was like the one thing that I was just kind of like blew off and and I, and I leant into every single thing, like every other thing. Yeah. Um, and it was the one thing that I just had no attachment to, right? And the first day um, I walk into the event and then um, my partner's name is James. He was sitting next to one of my friends that I went there with. And I keep making eye contact with James throughout the first date going like who is that guy like it's quite cute <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start <laughs> I was like I wonder if that's him and I was like this is so weird like oh my god what do I do <laughs> and then the second day I still hadn't talked to him but uh, there was a an exercise where I actually connected with his mum not knowing it was his mum oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then the third day I, I still hadn't talked to James. I didn't know who he was or, or anything. And the it was at, at um at Dr. Espen's event and then Dr. Espen invites James up onto stage on the third day. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, who is this guy? Like these synchronicities and on the third day um James's mum sat next to my friend who sat next to James on the first day yeah and then it gets better James goes like I want to invite my mum up onto stage and then and then she gets up there and I'm just like I sit in my chair and I'm like what the fuck is going on (gasps) Holy shit this is real like I got told that I was gonna meet someone here and that's him like fuck (laughs) um Then he did an amazing speaking piece and I was just like jaw down like, what the fuck, who is this man? (laughs) I need him. (laughs) And then he had like a bunch of people talking to him afterwards. So I waited for that to go. I went and talked to his mum and I grabbed her and I told her everything. Um, And then I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to go and line up and tell him this. Like, (laughs) Like, I think this is my chance and this is it or I
1: don't get it and yeah so I, <laughs> I lined up <laughs> joined the queue of women like Get the queue line up yeah
2: <laughs> and then when it like it was really interesting because no one actually came behind me so it was, it was super interesting like this spirit yeah. kind of maneuvering that and um and then anyway we just like looked at each other and hugged and he was like oh it's like I was wondering when we were going to connect and I was like oh, Okay, so you feel it too? <laughs> <I> feel <laughs> crazy, I and mean, then I told him like everything. Boom, 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 and he was just like, "I want to see you next week." Like, swap details, and then we we caught up that that following week, and then yeah, essentially from there, that's how how it happened. <laughs> oh my god that gives me like goosebumps I yeah. love that so much. legit like a, a full-on like full-on like movie scene
1: exactly. I feel like I'm in a movie and I love that it was him as well that felt it like it wasn't just yeah. like you being yeah. like am I yep. crazy
2: yeah no literally and it's like our, our souls like our, our souls and we have just supposed to have been together like it just doesn't feel like anything ever it's like it's so beautiful yeah
1: how crazy oh my god I love that story
2: (laughs) and then yeah he's like he asked me when we first hang out he's like so why do you think we're connected and I was like all right I'm just gonna tell you I'm gonna be really honest my spirit guides told me that I was gonna meet you Is this on the first date or like the first yeah. conversation <laughs> yeah on the first date he's <laughs> yeah. like oh cool <laughs> well, he stuck around so that's a good sign he, he did and you know what he's like he's like my raving fan He he <laughs> loves what I do and yeah <laughs>
1: That's so sweet. I think I actually saw one of your videos where you're announcing such a big like achievement through your own business and he was just right next to you, like cheering you. And I was like, I
2: love this.
1: Yeah, honestly, like he's so awesome.
2: And yeah, it's really, really magical what we get to create.
1: Oh my god, I love that so much. So (laughs) oh my God. So I guess back on track to your business side of things is what I oh God, I, I could keep talking about that all day. But I know <laughs> people probably like, okay, they can stop now. <laughs> um so I can imagine that obviously now you've worked with so many different people, different businesses, and with that come across I guess lots of different blocks and whether that be energetic or physical blocks in companies but is there a main one that keeps coming up mostly through them? Does that make sense? Essentially, essentially like entrepreneurs or coaches who
2: are, again, stuck in the needing an, another strategy or stuck in needing the, like, scientific box, like the numbers, the the, the structure, right? the masculine, and what they're doing is kind of, made them feel burnt out to a point or the strategies got them to a specific point in their business, but yeah. now they need the other part. They need the energetics. They need the the trust. They need the flow. They need yeah. the receiving. And so it's incorporating that with, with them. So that's specifically, um, specifically the, the problem as such, right? So mm. a lot of like, entrepreneurs will essentially start to build their business out of a place of, like, wanting to to prove their self-worth or that they're good enough, right? And then they get to a point after they've essentially built that and then they go, like, they have that realisation of going, like, oh, this doesn't feel good anymore. This doesn't align with, like, who I am evolving to become. I'm actually going through, like, some of the emotional stuff
0: Mm -hmm.
1: do you find people can be quite reluctant to open up about that emotional stuff or because they know the work that you're doing with them it's quite like easy and flowy it
2: depends how much they would like to change (laughs) (laughs) so it, it depends if they're stuck in terms of fighting for the limitations but at that level generally not generally they're like what's the problem what's the solution how do i do it Yeah, you know what they mean? just want answers and yeah the lower like a lower level of consciousness perhaps people kind of just starting to awaken like mm. just starting to become aware those are the ones that more get stuck in fighting for the, their past self and their limitations mm. Make sense.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: that's
2: yeah <laughs> yeah so at, at a higher level the entrepreneur or the coach is like cool I've got this shit now help me fix it and what do I need to do yeah integrating that element as well to just open up the heart again and come from that heart space and reconnect back into purpose and
1: mission and and align that what are some ways that people like let's just baseline here people that might not have any idea about like readings and healing Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff what are some ways that people can just consciously connect to their spirits or guides without doing this big ceremony or just everyday things are there ways
2: What, what 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 do you mean like more just more context into that that question so
1: Yeah. So if people are new to all of this and it might be something they're obviously interested in, but, or just in everyday life, if they're feeling a bit stuck, is it as simple as being like, okay, I need help. Show me a sign. Like show me that. I think the most common one is a white rabbit. Show me a white rabbit. And that knows that will tell me I'm on the right path. Like, is it as simple as that? Or is it like just letting go, trusting or a combination of everything Uh, okay
2: cool so more for like someone who is feeling a bit kind of lost on their yeah in in their life or something and they're kind of like needing some guidance or help or reassurance that they're going to be okay yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. look the universe is always speaking to you whether Mm. it's you walking past and you find a feather on the ground or you're walking past and you see a tree that you're like oh that tree is really beautiful um a leaf is falling Hmm. whatever it may be a rainbow pops up right and it's how you tune into what it means to you at that time so particularly at the beginning of my journey when I was kind of in the it feels like brain fog it feels like so blurry so not clear at all and you're like, what the fuck am I going through? What am I here to do? This is when I was receiving a lot of feathers and shells.
0: When okay. I was walking
2: down the beach, like taking my dog for a walk down the beach every single morning. So many shells and feathers. And I just knew, ah, oh, these are from like the universe. More so around the feathers. I didn't really know what the shells were from until later on when I connected with my dad and he actually told me I, I sent those to you because I used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so little. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I knew the feathers and I knew that was the sign of protection and you're safe and you're guided. Um, so I've actually still got all the feathers and so put them in a, in a jar and I've altered them around the house. That's um, really nice. So finding something for you, so whether it is a feather, that you've been finding lots of feathers recently, like mm. knowing that you are guided you are protected, but maybe something is knocking at the door that you're not listening to it or you're not opening the door in terms of opportunity or something that you're ignoring that, you know, deep down you need to
1: to take action on. Mm -hmm. So it's just really listening to what you think it is, but allowing and trusting at the same time. And it, it kind of loops back to what you were saying earlier. It's like, if you're meant to receive something, it's going to tell you whether it hits you with a ton of bricks or, (laughs) or it is just finding a nice feather. (laughs) Mm. Literally. Yeah. So
2: if like my biggest advice to someone who is perhaps at the beginning of their journey, they're kind of going through the thing of spiritual awakening, right? They're awakening to their demons, to themselves and and the patterns that they've been going through right because a lot of it gets inherited from like parents and then parents parents and, and, and generational it as it goes down the down the line so my biggest advice to someone who is in that part of the journey and they just don't know what they need is reach out for help and it might be within the system in terms of Psychologist or something like that, yeah, but also come onto the other side and and go holistic with it, right open your mind and open the door and the possibility to what is there
0: because yeah.
2: psychologist is it's great and there's definitely time and place for them, but again, it's clinical and it's structured and it's in a box yeah but also the same thing if you're only in spirituality as well you know so it's like yeah. how can you then integrate which is very similar to what i do how can you integrate that, of box, them. that box right yeah um, and so being able to yeah reach out to a healer or, or whatever it is that you need some spiritual guidance with if it's a mentor if
1: it's a coach
2: someone to help you through that period will be mm. the best investment that you can ever make in yourself
1: feel like I can speak on that personally as well. Like for yeah. so long, like since I was at, probably in high school, I've been seeing psychologists bouncing around, like when different traumas came up for me. And then when I met at least six months ago, we worked on like timeline therapy and mm-hmm. I was just like hit against <laughs> a wall. I was like, I feel better. <laughs> and like you were saying as well, like things you didn't even know were there that were the root of the problems, we mm. just cleared away. And I was like, okay, cool. I, I know that now. <laughs> yeah. But definitely the collaboration of the two has
0: changed yeah. my life.
2: Yeah. And it's the integration of everyone has an inner child and everyone has an ego.
0: Yeah.
2: And so it's, it's learning uh, what is my ego and, and who is my inner child and what does he or she need? yeah for sure like what, what do they need they need nurturing that they didn't maybe receive at a certain part mm-hmm. in their life that they that they wanted to or they needed to right and so integrating the inner child because a lot of people have a wounded inner child right and that comes down to a lot of their reactiveness and and everything mm-hmm. to do with that and it's at that lower level of of consciousness and, and, and self-awareness right yeah so integrating the the shadow side with your with your higher being
1: Mm -hmm. can you touch on the shadow side of things because this is something i'm also new to learning about so yeah
2: so shadow your shadow as people call it is essentially a lot of the unconscious behaviors so that play out in your life right so say for example you're attracting the same shitty partner over and over and over again and you're like man all guys are dickheads <laughs> or so right? whatever it may be yeah <laughs> so from, from my my way <laughs> um, and what it really actually means is it's a big mirror for what you need to heal with inside yourself that you're just not conscious of so you'll be saying things like all men are the same they're all dickheads they're this they're that right labeling them victimhood uh, all the good men are taken or blah, 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 blah. All of these stories. And it's like, stop. <laughs> you're pointing the finger at everyone else but yourself. Mm. Right? Everything is comes from within you and you are the one that needs to take responsibility for your own patterns and your own behaviours yeah. in order to create change in this world. And so the shadow side is the unconscious things that you're not quite aware of. So some of the behaviours could be like jealousy, yeah, right? Or feeling intimidated or insecure, right? Insecurity is a huge one. Um, and it's often that we don't necessarily want to admit that we feel insecure or we feel jealous or we feel those like lower, lower energy emotions or feelings. Yeah, and those are your shadows that you need to then work with and accept and and know what they are, why they're there, because a lot of it comes to down to regulating your nervous system as well.
1: Oh, actually, <laughs> like we could talk all day. <laughs> Literally, nice. <no. laughs> Um, I I feel like I should get you on for a a part two of this one because I am very mindful of your time today um (laughs) oh my god (laughs)
2: yeah and it can go honestly like like I've been here many times and I'm I'm very wise and I and and yeah so I can I can talk
1: about all this stuff
2: (laughs) 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 for hours and hours and hours and hours hours.
1: (laughs) now literally though but I guess that's such a good like opening up it's like if you Do you feel like any of this resonates with you for like people listening at home? Like chat to Hillary. She, she knows (laughs) it. Where, where can my listeners find you if they do want to reach out?
2: Uh, The best place would be on Facebook or Instagram and it's really easy. It's just my name, Hillary Rowland on Facebook. So yeah, come and follow and if you listen to this podcast, so, it would be really cool to share it to your stories and tag Charlotte and I um, because Thanks. that's just super exciting to, like, you know, put, for people to to listen and to share the knowledge and the wisdom and mm-hmm. it just the magic really is what it is.
1: It hits differently. Like after Elise and my episode went out a couple of weeks back now, like we – had some people reach out to us together. And I was like, this is so magical. Like, it's like, yeah. I see the numbers and I know the people are listening, but it's like when someone actually reaches out, it's like, wow, they're real people. Like, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But it also,
2: it's like inspiring for other people to then take a leap on what the ideas that have been coming through for them. Right?
0: Yeah. A
2: hundred
1: percent. It's
2: sharing that, sharing, sharing that around, sharing the love.
1: Oh, I love that. Um, (laughs) So rounding up this episode, I love to finish with a final question, if that's all right with you. Cool. Um, So what is one piece of advice that changed your life?
2: Coming back to that quote uh, from my first mentor of you need to know who you are. And that has stuck with me forever and since then I was just on a mission to fuck who am I what do I want to do in this life what do I want to create who do I want to be
0: thank you so much for listening to this episode of darling you're different if you enjoyed this episode please leave me a five-star rating and a written review also reach out to me on instagram at charlotte underscore mckinnon and I would love to hear what you thought about this episode But also, if there are any guests that you think that I should have on this show or any topics that you would like me to discuss, let me know. I want you to go out today and do something to make someone else smile. I am so grateful to each and every one of you. But most importantly, I want you to remember that, darling, you are different. And that is such a good thing.